morning, Golden Dale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on the 4th of July, 2023, Independence Day. For Torch Report 400, I want to share a message to my fellow Americans. Friends, it is time that we reconcile the irreconcilable. The time has come. The time has come for Americans to face the harshness of reality, to deal with the depth and the breadth of government corruption, to cast off the shackles of tyranny, to reassert our natural born rights and reclaim the right to self-govern. Now, is the time we must declare our independence and once again prepare to defend it with force. Friends, I have read many star-spangled 4th of July tributes this morning. And, you know, uh, many seem to echo this reality. There's a lot of people realizing that now is the time, the time is nigh, that the situation in the United States of America has become untenable, it's unsustainable, and that we cannot continue much longer before the system just collapses all around. I don't want to get into and repeat everything that I've heard today. I did put a list of articles in uh, in the report today, 10 of them in specifically going from Happy Insurrection Day to the 4th of July is a sham and only reparations can make it real. And of course, it pains me to have to put that link in there that 4th of July is a sham, uh, that only reparations can make it real. But I do so in the interest of demonstrating just how messed up and divided our nation is and why. Some of the links in there talk about how independence has become government dependence, how Americans are down morally on, you know, they're down on the country, how defining patriotism has now depends on who you ask, how over 40% of Americans don't even know why we celebrate the 4th of July. Okay, the first five links there articulate a traditional American perspective as it relates to Independence Day and our current political predicament. The next five links kind of drift into leftist propaganda and from they're from leftist sources and they show just how skewed things have become. What I want to point out here is that the vast majority of Americans will never read or consider anything other than what they already believe to be true. And that means that the majority of liberals are going to read and resonate with the leftist sources from CNN and, and you know, why the U.S. doesn't get to assume that it's going to last forever and why the 4th of July is a sham and we need to have reparations, okay? Because uh, America's full of systemic racism and all of that crap. All of that crap. That resonates with the left. And of course, you know, that there's no exception here on the right side. We resonate. I resonate with the message that says happy insurrection day. I resonate with, you know, a discussion of Biden's existential threat to America's rule of law. OK, the, the blobocracy, the beast of bureaucracy versus the American Revolution declaring independence from the parasitic political class. That resonates with me. But I have to look at it all here to really face what's going on. and. You know, the fact that the, you know, the, the Internet is basically the perfect echo chamber. You know, human nature is to is to confirm our own biases. That's what they say, those psychologists. And and this is, of course, predictable and it's being heavily exploited, which is why I believe that it behooves us to understand our enemy. 
You know, do you want some socialist tips for celebrating the 4th of July? Isn't it? I mean, to me, it's mind boggling that anybody has socialist tips for celebrating the 4th of July, but that's on the Internet. Right. And so get a load of this quote. The only way to celebrate the 4th of July as a socialist is to stand against it. Be vocal about how it represents abhorrent values, light fireworks, go to the parties, do whatever, but don't neglect to study why it's wrong. If you have anti-capitalist friends, talk to, uh, talk to them, you know, but I wouldn't advise talking to any patriots about anti-capitalism, especially family, especially on a holiday, which glorifies the horrors of capitalism. And especially not if you aren't particularly experienced with spreading anti-capitalist messages yet, period, end quote, coming from some schmuck in the crevices of the internet. Now, other socialist tips include burning an American flag, signing up with the Democrat Socialist of America to knock on doors and gather signatures for the socialist cause. And lest you think for a second that this is just fringe stuff, friends, consider that this is this cause, these socialist causes. This is backed by elected American politicians like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Put a little screenshot here in the report. The uh, the Democrat Socialist of America's electoral strategy says Bernie Sanders launched a political revolution and the DSA continues to build it. Got a little picture of horse face Cortez over there. Raise your fist and knock on every door. Now, friends, it's despicable As all of this is to me, I have to face it. I have to stare at it. I have to let it sink in. These people are taking over the country that I love, and they're playing for keeps. And as a matter of fact, they are winning. And the majority of American patriots seem to be doing nothing more than just whining about it. What are you going to do about it, peasant? Bam, take that. Take another smack in the face. What are you going to do about it, patriot? They're going to continue to rub our noses in it until we stand up and fight back. That's just the way it goes. That's human nature, too, right? A bully's going to only bully you so long until you stand up and punch him in the nose. Now, I want to share one more little excerpt from the uh, tips for socialists celebrating the 4th of July, because I feel like it really captures the socialist perspective and it captures the essence of the situation. Quote, I'm a socialist because I love my country. I want it to be better. And the same can be said for Mao, Lenin, Castro, et al. They loved their countries too. They were patriots. Patriotism and wanting a better world are not mutually exclusive, period. End quote. Oh, effing gag me. But do you see? Socialists are patriots, too. Socialists love their countries. Socialists are just trying to make the world a better place, you know, by fundamentally transforming America. Friends, again, the Internet is the perfect echo chamber. And I can guarantee you that in any given city across the country, in any of the blue metropolises, in any of the liberal cesspools, that this kind of socialist spew is central to the conversation. They believe that they are right and that they are more intelligent and they are morally superior to the rest of us, but they are wrong. They are dead wrong, in fact. 
though they still remain alive and amongst us, squatting on our territory, just as the American colonists could not change the minds of the British crowns. Friends, no amount of talking is going to change Bernie Sanders' mind or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's mind. Now, there are people on the fringe we can talk to and we can change their minds, win hearts and minds, but those who are driving this agenda, we're not going to change their minds. They believe that they alone know what's best for the F, the rest of us, right? And of course, we beg to disagree. We beg to be left alone. We beg to just, you know, just follow the law. I mean, come on, it's not that hard. Just leave me alone and, and follow the law. But friends, it is time that we stop begging and begin the long, difficult, and painful process of political separation. That's what the Declaration of Independence is all about. That's what this holiday is meant to celebrate. The painful process of political separation and the time has come and the time is now. We must declare that we will no longer accept taxation without representation. We will no longer feed the beast that abuses us. I believe that they've anticipated this, by the way, this this tax revolt, because that's the easiest way is for people to say, I'm done paying taxes. I'm not going to feed this beast anymore. And that's why they've armed some 87,000 new IRS agents, right? They intend to take our money by force. And then, of course, by their show of force to frighten the masses into compliance. I mean, who's going to who's going to resist paying their taxes if you got 87,000 agents with guns who are willing to come put the gun to your head and take your money? Friends, how long will we stand for it? How long will you pay your taxes to a tyrannical government? How long will you support the socialist subverting our constitution? How long before you make the difficult decision to do something drastic and declare your own independence from the unjust and immoral ruling class? How long? That's the question. They've captured our political system. They've captured our education system, our public health system, our welfare system, our justice system. They've captured the media, the military, most major institutions, and the majority of commerce. And beyond all of that, they've captured the masses. They've captured the minds of the many, the minds of our neighbors, many of our family and friends in our own community. These are the facts, which is why I want to make one thing abundantly clear. This, friends, is a territorial dispute. It is a territorial dispute. Those who control the land control the resources. And the question is, who controls the land? Who controls your property? Okay. Who controls your home? This, you know, who controls the land? That's the question because this is where the dispute must be settled on the land. Not the law of the sea, for those who know what I'm talking about. We must settle this dispute on the land. It cannot be settled in politicized courts. It cannot be settled in lawless legislatures. It cannot be settled in corrupt elections. And it cannot be settled in civil conversation. It must be settled on the land, face to face, eye to eye, because this is the only way. Now, to try to present this perspective in a way that you might imagine, I want you to imagine a criminal has broken into your house and has made himself at home. 
Okay, you politely ask the criminal to leave. Hey, man, come on, get out of here. This ain't your place. But he just scoffs at you. You might even spit in your face. What are you going to do? Well, you complain. Hey, what are you doing, man? Let's spit. Get out of, hell out of my house. You raise your voice. You stamp your feet. You demand they leave at once. And the criminal rises up and smacks you in the face. And you start to protest. And as you start to, hey, what the man? Bam, another smack in the face. And then another smack and another smack in the face. And now you're standing there bleeding, dazed and confused and not sure what to do. What the hell's happening? I'm being abused in my own home. And then the criminal turns down the hall where your family is cowering in their rooms and you shout a warning, run. But the criminal catches your family by the hair and throws them to the ground. What are you going to do? You rush the evildoer, but he wheels around and punches you in the face and then turns back around to your family with a lust of evil in his eye. What are you going to do? Are you just going to stand there and bleed? Are you just going to stand there and let your family be abused or will you fight? The enemy is strong. The enemy has smacked you around. The enemy's asserted his dominance. But what are you going to do? The enemy has a gun and you don't. What are you going to do? Are you just going to stand there and bleed? Are you just going to stand there and watch your family be viciously abused right before your eyes? Or will you risk it all and will you fight? Will you risk the chance of getting hurt? Will you risk the chance of getting killed? Will you risk your life to save the ones that you love? Friends, will you risk your comfort to save the country that you love? The time has come that we risk our comfort for the country that we love. The time has come. We must drive the criminals out. They are not welcome in our homes. They are not welcome in our communities. They are not welcome in our territory, on our lands, in our legislatures, in our courts, or in our councils. The criminals must go. Justice must be restored. Declaring our independence is meaningless unless we act upon it, unless we are willing to sacrifice and defend it at all costs. Our forefathers showed us the way, friends. The long lines of usurpations at this point are clear. Our petitions for redress are resolutely ignored. What choice do we have now but to dissolve the political ties to these criminals and thieves? And then what? Do we give up the land? Do we just say, oh, I'm taking my ball, I'm going home? Do we allow their tyranny to reign in the glistening cities? Do we allow our fellow Americans to suffer under their boots? Or do we do now what we must to drive these criminals out of our country for good? Friends, this Independence Day, we need to do more than just celebrate America. We need to contemplate the calling to secure our territory and restore the public once more. Friends, resist! We must! The time has come, and that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time, click the email, go to the website, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with somebody that needs to hear this message. Share it with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Then get out there and in Embrace the rest of this beautiful Independence Day. Celebrate the freedoms that you do have, but reflect and contemplate on the path ahead, friends. It is time to rise up. The calling to secure our territory and restore our public is now. Chew on that one, friends, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.